Jeez. Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Yam Sessions. Hopefully you're having a great day on this beautiful Friday. We have some stuff and some things that have happened, obviously, over the last couple days. Uh, more rejections, more midterm shenanigans. Will the higher time frame pull us around, or will we just keep continuing to get rejected before we inevitably turn those higher time frames back around again? That's what we'll be deep diving into today. So, starting things off, coming out to our daily time frame. Did we TC? We did. Did we potentially invalidate it over today? Potentially, yes. We've not seen a reconfirmation back down. We still have the potato signal has not given us a confirmed sell. So in all technicality, daily is still TC'd up. The 16 hour, as although, has TC'd down. So if we cannot turn the money flow and the momentum over the weekend back around, we could spend the whole weekend down here basically testing. Well, basically be down here retesting around 38,000, the support that we've been at the entire time. I mean, we've seen plenty of wicks in and through our support. So absolutely, we could be spending a little bit more time down in this region. The big thing is obviously still that we don't close dailies below 38 or 37,500. There's some shit shenanigans going on. It's again, it's the weekend now. So if we were to TC back down over the weekend, just as we did last weekend, it wasn't a valid TC. There's just so much contradiction happening in the space right now. You know, you get this and then there's there's that to contradict it. And then you get this good news and then there's that bad news to contradict it. Like, you know, but looking at the all in all, looking at the whales buying the the news that's coming out with different countries approving BTC with a potential spot ETF on the way. You know, the Biden news that was kind of hidden, didn't, you know, was secretly released. You know, I just like, it feels like we're in the territory that they're trying to wash out the high leverage traders before we continue. Um, we looked at the metrics yesterday of the longs versus shorts. There is like one to, you know, it's like one, one, one in 20 are long right now over shorting. So there's way more shorts to get liquidated than there is longs between now and 60k. So it only makes sense that we would, you know, work our way back in there to deal with all those liquidations. Mm. Doesn't mean we can't have some sort of flash crash first, you know, a dump and a pump, essentially, to try and push more people into shorting positions, just as like the final, you know, point them at the cliff, give them one last scare, and then reverse it on you. So we we haven't seen what I would say is like a, a giant volume spike on daily. I mean, we, we have back in here and we had reaction to it, obviously from 34 up to 45. Um, but in the overall, has this really been a huge volume only in the local setting? We haven't seen something like this or like this. That could be something we may have to deal with in the future. And it's essentially at the moment, if you're just playing the range, no problems. If you're taking longs at 30, you know, 38, around 38, and you were able to get longs in prior, but you're also taking shorts at 40, 45, 44, 45, you know, like that's, you know, it's not that bad of a play to be playing both sides because we're not 100% sure. I'm very certain that this will overall break out to the upside, but of course, nothing's guaranteed in the space. Shit happens. 
like I said, we could get some sort of just fuckery, complete lie dump and then go. But as I'm seeing it right now, we're stacking more and more divergences within our timeframes. The real big thing right now is the money flow. The money flow has been true this whole time of what's kind of been going on. Um, and we really need that to work itself back up. If we can get the overall momentum of things back rolling, you know, like, yeah, there's not much else to it. We're just, we're going to continue to consolidate between these levels until something breaks. The problem is, is we look good for one day, things prop their heads up. And then the next day we turn right back and then the next day we turn right back. And it's been doing this to us again and again and again. But overall, like I said, ETH daily potential big hidden bullish divergence here if we can if we can confirm it obviously we're getting rejected at the moment um until it breaks through the key level support we don't need to worry about it you know having another daily close today above thirty eight thousand was is just it's just more you know as you're like potentially available to break through the floor they're they're on the other side essentially you know reinforcing i like to think about it like that like well they're they're trying to break through but they're not trying as hard as they could. And at the same time, the other side's like fixing it and reinforcing and building it up. So the longer that they take to break through, you know, the harder and harder it's going to be. It creates more validation here. Um, unless, of course, you're losing steam, which in this case, I don't think is the case, right? We're not seeing the funds and the whales and the smart money selling out and dumping the price. And they're actually quite doing the opposite doing quite the opposite jay you here man you wanna you got you got two seconds yeah what's going on buddy I'm, I'm i'm kind of feeling the same way you uh you nailed it on the head with a few things uh about the market and uh you'll notice in the sessions chat i actually sent you a little video clip of uh i don't know if uh it's funny thinking about people maybe not knowing what this is but because i'm in michigan and united states uh top thrill dragster the roller coaster so it's like four hours away from me. It's not very far. It's at Cedar Point uh, theme park. And it's 120 feet uh, or you go 120 miles an hour in four seconds and you blast off and you go up this hill and then you just go straight down it. And it's like 420 feet tall or something. It's just up a hill and down a hill. The whole ride's like 30 seconds. That's it. But you go 120 miles an hour in some outrageously heavy train you know in four seconds it's most crazy g-force feeling right so that i feel like that's kind of what the market's doing right now so it's it's propping everyone up everyone's getting excited they got their two turbo boosters they're ready to go like oh yeah we're starting to pick up steam this is it yeah this is it and you go up the hill and you're loving it and you're loving it and then you realize and you get to the top and what's funny is sometimes that roller coaster you get stuck on the top because it just curls up and down it's literally a you and you'll just sit at the top or you'll go backwards. You won't make it up. It. It's kind of crazy, <laughs> but you know, before you know it, you're coming back down and that's just kind of what's happening over and over. If you were to look at like the Bitcoin chart and love like the four hour time is my favorite for this because it just describes it so well, the classic like BART pattern. And then this most recent pump and dump we had was even more so just like a U. it was almost a V um, so what I've been doing personally and what I recommend, and I mean, you can take, it's not like I'm a professor or something in this, this is just something I'm doing. And maybe, maybe this will be helpful for you if you're not sure what to do, right? 
And I've been just kind of hanging on the side for a little bit. Last few days, you can just see the price action. You can just look at it and people are just getting chopped up. Up and down, up and down, up and down. It's just like you said, Potato, that they're just washing people out. And it's cl that's just clearly what they're doing. We're at such a crucial level right now for support that, and, they, and everyone knows it. So naturally, we're expecting this kind of action, you know, and it's playing on everyone's emotions. And the fact that we're going up and down so much, it's, there's so much volatility that it's just playing even further into it. And, you know, big, big money in Wales know what they're doing. So if you don't know what to do, and if you're confused, and if you're thinking to yourself, gosh, should I just be buying here or not? Maybe it's better to just sit on the side for a second and wait for an actual more clear signal. If you're thinking, you know, and if you're not necessarily trading per, per se, let's say you're just spot buying, like I, I just spot buy, right? Then it's, it's not a bad play to wait for the higher time frames to really start turning around because we're getting signs and we're getting signals that it should, but it still doesn't have to. And that's kind of the thing. So uh, sometimes it's, especially if a weekend coming here, not saying not to look at charts or whatever, you do what you want to do, but maybe this is a little bit of, you know, maybe a couple days here, let the market kind of figure itself out and invest your time elsewhere for a little bit. That's kind of what I'm doing. Um, and I think it's been healthy for me. It's almost like a little vacation, I guess. And until I see more clarity in the market, you know, that's when I'll be more interested. But I just don't want to be uh, one of the chopped up victims. And uh, I learned that from you, uh, Potato and uh, Slum Doge Jonas, for sure. You know, just don't get chopped up. If you don't know what to do, sometimes the best trade is no trade. And don't forget that. Absolutely, man. There so many times, so many people I've seen, they make great gains when the price is moving and, and running. And then as soon as things settle sideways for a bit, they fucking go and they lose it all. All those nice gains that they just made on the way up, they just chopped them right the fuck out because they're trying to get a perfect re-entry. They're, you know, it keeps moving back and forth. They keep closing in losses. There's no point in doing any of that. You know, as Jay said, I'm highlighting it, but like not trading sometimes is still a trade. It's still a technique, you know, daily's up four hours down, six hours up, fucking 12 hours down. Like there's, there's no solid direction right now, you know? And this is like, it's going to pay off when it is right, whenever, whatever direction it goes. But trying to find that before it's concrete is, is very difficult. And it's going to, yeah, it's going to, it's going to make you work harder and push more people away. It's the whole point of accumulate, you know, that's like people taking profits. That's, that's all it is. It comes down because they're taking profits. They're potentially re-entering. That's pushing it back up. They're closing positions. That's pulling the price down. They're longing or they're closing shorts because they've shorted from the top and they're actually now seeing it turn back. So they're, you know, that pushes the price up because for every short that closes, someone has to fill it with a long, right? And for every long that closes, someone has to fill it with a short. There is no, you cannot, there's always a one-to-one -one ratio with shorts and longs every, at every second. So keep that in mind, you know, like futures are not, a good gauge of what's going on. It's the spot stuff. It's how much supply is actually available to buy. And right now, supply is at all time, like pretty much all time lows throughout the exchanges. Um, the over the counter selling is at like level highs. I don't know. I just, you don't usually see that. So, you know, that doesn't come into account, into play 
until usually later, right? It's like two months later. Oh man, well, we, we just realized that there's like fucking maybe 500 Bitcoin to actually buy across the exchanges, you know? And as supply dwindles, prices tend to start skyrocketing. Oh, there's one left at 50. Oh, there's maybe a couple at 60 for sale. So weekend chop, shenanigans, haven't closed, a local lower low. We're still in this kind of like sideways symmetrical triangle. Um, see what gold and stuff is doing. I believe gold and oil are still on the back, the comeback. So a little bit of relief, hopefully, over the pumps for the weekend. But do I feel like it's going to continue over next week? Absolutely. I think oil and stuff. I mean, you can already see it in the daily. The daily close today with a nice recovery bounce type of daily candle close. The weekly closed with a higher low oil easily could still see it up to 150 200 250 we're only at 110 dollars per barrel of rent right now the shipping cost has already almost we've seen at least 20 30 percent increased across oil price across gas prices in canada what's that going to do 20 30 percent in a week what's that going to do for food prices anything shipped anything global anything coming from overseas we haven't even seen you know the contracts are coming up this month or whatever for for these for these costs of foods and stuff like as long as you're trading with whatever some sort of trend time frame that you're using you know it's all good even though you're using the 15 minute you're still referencing the hourly or the four hour for that overall trend and you're only trading in the direction of trend right once you start seeing divs on that higher time frame or you know it's starting to turn around then you can start thinking about longing again on the 15 minute Right, but do not, do not, do not, do not trade against trend in smaller time frames. You will get chopped. The range is is really tightening up here on the four hour. We're now sitting between forty thousand and thirty eight thousand. I believe we were on a yeah, forty range, still sitting at thirty four and forty five. Um, 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 I would love to see this golden pocket change down into thirty five. If we were to you know continue shifting this whole thing back up, let's say tomorrow or sorry, on Sunday, we get a we get an open for a green dot. We start validating again, and the wolf pack turns up. And, you know, this, this could absolutely, we're just waiting to see if this whole structure is enough to turn us over here. We're right at the end of it. And right at the end, it's the most, the most shenanigans is always right at the end of the move, right before the new move. That's when everyone's like, oh man, I got pushed out. I got stopped out. Oh man. And then I watched it do exactly what I thought it was going to do. And this is why we're being so cautious right now, you know, even with the last daily down TC. Did I tell everybody to get out? No, because we still did not have a close below that key level support level. Daily turned back up. Now it's in the midst of trying again to turn down. It's just how many how many invalidations are we going to get? We're on number like four or five almost one after another. Is this thing setting up for a weekly move? It could be. Absolutely. April 1st is going to come sooner than you know it, but we still got two and a half weeks. That is a lot of time to get, you know, pressed out. So don't be that guy. Don't, don't get pressed out right now. Again, hedging. If you're able to, if you were able to get shorts higher, 44 to 45, like a lot of people did in our group, and you were able to long around 35, I think having both of those positions right now is not a bad idea. Again, every time it comes down, you take a little profit. You maybe add a little bit to the to the long, and then you comes up and you do the opposite, like playing the range, but you're playing both sides of the range. You're not playing it one at a time. You're not like longing the bottom, shorting the top. 
buying the bottom, showing the top, but you are, but you're not closing those positions. You know what I mean? Comes up, you start, you take profit. Comes down, you start, you take profit. Again, 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 again. As many times as possible that it allows you to. We've already had two opportunities since we, you know, since we've established the range, established the range, touched it twice more. Now, because we've already touched it two times each side, I would say the third time is going to be weaker. It's not going to be as high. You know, if we're going to come up, unless we're going to break it, we're only going to go to like 42, 43. If we come down, we're probably only going to get to like 37, 36. And then it reverses again, or it actually plays it out and it continues. Yeah. Yeah, boys. So back to the Bitcoin. We are on support on the four hour, 38, as long as 38 holds, closing candle basis stuff. All right. Like, I think we're in good shape. 37,500. If we start, if we close four hours below that level, then we're you know, we're probably looking for some continuation into to potentially 35, 33. Then there's still macro support down at 30 to 33. Do I, am I worried about that right now? No, but we could be because again, what was, you know, we don't have a weekly TC up. We don't have a four day TC up. The daily was looking great. And now if it continues to look like crap, we'll, we'll turn back down and we'll be crap. You know, like there's not, we had stuff to stand on. But now it's kind of getting potentially washed away. Or is it a smoke screen? Right? That's the whole thing you gotta ask yourself. Is this what's where's the money? Right? For me, the money is working up and wrecking all those shorts because we just wrecked a fuck ton of longs. There's not that many longs on. It's like two hundred thousand longs to like something how many millions of shorts. Follow the money. Follow the smart money. The whales know best. What are they doing? They're buying, but they're not worried about it short term coming down into 35 or 33. You know, they'll probably buy again. They know that they have weekly major levels and that's all they're looking at. It's a new major level. Buy some more DCA. They can afford to do that where you and Joe Schmo cannot compete with that unless you're playing at the same percentage level, right? If you're DCAing based on daily divs and you're only trend trading the weekly like you you're essentially trading like a smart money whale they're always thinking long term it doesn't matter what the fuck it does in a day in a week in a month what's it going to be six months eight months 10 months 12 months two years 10 years so reinforce that in your brain do not think like joe schmo trader down the road he's the one getting wrecked oh okay well with that guys we don't have any more questions I think we're going to smash out the session there. I appreciate everyone who made time today to be here. Thank you. And we'll be in touch if anything crazy happens. Happy Friday.